And will you please just shut up, sit down, and let me finish? Hi, guys. Welcome to Tolu's Tea. And if you've been listening before, welcome back to my podcast. This is Tolu on Tolu's Tea. And today we'll be speaking on something rather really sensitive and serious. And it's something that we are battling as a as a society as a global society and as a whole so the topic today is bullying and i did have a guest and we did have it re- <laughs> we did record an episode but unfortunately due to some technical difficulties <laughs> that i will not mention um i won't be able to post that episode but i will be able to post some clips and references from the episode so you would be able to get so enjoy parts of it and um yeah that's it so in this episode this episode is actually inspired by the new series dp it's a korean drama series and before you roll your eyes please go and check yourself out you shouldn't be judgmental in 2021 <laughs> but anyways um it's based around that um around dp right and dp is without spoilers i'll try but dp is a a mini series actually it's just four episodes i believe and it's an emotional series that is based on it's the series is based around the military duties that the citizens of the male citizens of korea have to fulfill and um we have an insight on how bullying we have an insight on how bullying is being done encouraged and true and um prevented in court by the military in the military and from what i saw personally i know this is a military this is somewhere that you're supposed to serve for your country but somehow it felt like a prison you know it reminded me of um of this movie this mini series as well um when they see us yeah it, it reminded me a lot of when they see us and it's quite quite ironic how serving your country can be your prison can be the beginning of your own trauma and we kind of see how um, people deal with it while being in the military and how it affects people and how fucked up it is basically <laughs> and and we also get an insight on what really happens when someone is, treat- is being mistreated and how bad it can go for the victim so i don't want to spoil the the series so please go see it it's definitely a must watch to be honest because it made me cry and things never movies series they never really make me cry but yeah it was it was very um interesting and in the episode with my guest my guest is a name her name is sharon shayami and she was an old secondary school mate of mine she was an old an old high school mate of mine and yeah and she she explained she was actually the first person i thought of as i watched the series because i got to witness a lot of our bullying experiences while we were in school together and before i even put in her own experience i would like to share mine even though mine is not as serious or nearly even as even as scary as Sharon's or or even the people in prison or in the military are, are. but um I because it's my experience it is important to me and I would like to share that and Maybe someone would have experienced something similar and would have been under under mind as well, saying, oh, you're not a victim. It's not that serious. But it is. If it's serious to you, then it's serious. Okay. So, my experience. <laughs> so, um, 
in senior high school i changed schools i was new to the school that i went with with sharon um in my first semester i was because i was new i was very shy and quiet and i didn't exactly this was also my first time in the hostel so i didn't i didn't exactly know how to behave or i didn't know anyone i didn't have any friends there so i didn't know how to behave what to say to who to say to how to say you understand so i didn't i didn't exactly have the experience of living with other students as well so yeah that was quite hard but um yeah um but I, i think because of my personality back then because i was i was a sweet kid i was i was a sweet young quiet respectful person even though i was going through so much um emotional repression i still managed to be calm in front of others so like people didn't understand people didn't know i could be this outgoing and outspoken (laughs) so um so in my first semester year my first semester in this school i had in my room there were there were two seniors two um final year students to assess three students and um one of them was pretty okay she didn't she was she was nice to me she was funny she was she wasn't nice to me she was just okay generally she of course she was nicer to her to some juniors that she had as a favorite and that's honestly okay but um she didn't really care much about me yeah she didn't like pick on me or whatever but there was the other senior um we're going to call her lb because those are initials (laughs) and um (sighs) So, I don't know why, but she did not particularly like me, which was weird because um she was you know the one senior that no one I don't know if you go to Nigerians that have gone to Nigerian hostels, you know the one senior that nobody really gives a fuck about like not that you disrespect them, but like you don't like like you know who you respect more you know you know there are more there are the other seniors that you like not try but this one you don't really give a fuck about not that you want to try them you just don't give a fuck about them so that's how everyone was to her i was the only one giving her as much respect as i gave the other seniors but for some reason she did not like me and um she used her seniority (laughs) as a as a means to punish me like my the most notable experience i can remember with her is one day we were cleaning our room and it was my turn to sweep the room and i was sweeping and so we have in nigeria i don't know if you're not nigerian you wouldn't notice but we have a specific broom <laughs> or if you're not african you wouldn't notice we have a specific broom a wooden broom bunch of <laughs> broomsticks in one broom that we used to sweep not the other standing sweep um broom i mean so yeah um so i was using that to sweep and i, was, I wasn't really good at it because in my house even though we had that in my house i mostly used the other regular broom to sweep so anyways i was using this traditional broom let's call it that actually so i was using the traditional broom to sweep yeah and i probably wasn't sweeping it well and i was so there were bunks in the room right i was on i was sweeping her bunk side and she was she sleeps on the top bunk so i was I was literally directly under her and she was sitting with her feet outside the bed so like they were dangling above me while I swept because you bend down to sweep so um, she kept saying you missed a spot you missed a spot you didn't sweep this well you don't know how to sweep blah 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 that you don't know how to do anything right can you get I'm like 
okay but i just kept sweeping because it's like it's only right right and i remember her because um this is like a saturday so saturdays are days that we get her our hair done before school starts the next week right so i well, this was when i still had hair a little bit done <laughs> so um i already took my braids out from the previous week so i was sweating with my kinky hair all over my face like <laughs> i was already sweating and i was stressed because she kept making me sweep the room over and over again and then while i'm under her she uses her she steps on my head like not that step bit to the ground but like steps on my head like why can't you sweep can't you see these spots why is it not sweeping <laughs> Like I was stomping and something just fell. Like, sorry, so she was just stepping on my head. That you don't know how to do anything. You, I'm sure you, your aunt almost gets inside. That that's like a I don't know how to explain. Like a sheltered child, yeah. So I'm sh I'm sure you don't sleep at home. Blah blah blah. And I remember how sad that made me feel i remember how low that made me feel maybe maybe that's the reason why i value respect so much because i remember how disrespected i was i felt because at the end of the day i was a senior so i have juniors looking up to me kind of or looking at me that do i respect you or are you a bitch <laughs> do you get so not you're a bitch like are you a bad bitch or something like are you are you i don't want to say are you pussy because i don't believe in that statement but are you are you a bitch are you chicken like do i also because in my school in the school that i went to if you don't fight back everyone is going to bully you in one way or the other plus the seniors plus the juniors everybody do you know it's plus your mates everybody nobody cares if you don't like show that you are strong everybody's gonna see you as a weak link and they will stomp on you so that's that really sets me back because i'm new i'm new to this whole hostel experience and i have this senior stomping on my head in front of my juniors that are in the room as well and I've there are there are only a few more experiences I've had since then that has made me feel that low, and that's the thing about bullying. When you bully someone, a lot of times people think it's about the acts. Like while the acts, the the act of the bullying is really important. It's the it's the meaning of the the act that's more important is what the, the the act signifies that's more important her, st her stomping on my head just was just a way of her telling me you're small you're weak and i can stomp on you that was that was what i read from the whole situation uh, you're an aunt basically <laughs> and it's a 25. <laughs> no, I don't know if it was that day. I no, that wasn't the day I changed it for. But I remember how depressed I was. And honestly, the, that was like one of the first times I remember ever thinking, Do I, can I die now? <laughs> because one random ass bitch was trying to be a bitch to me for no reason. I thought, can I just, can the ground open now and can I just die? Like, I genuinely thought of suicide that day. <laughs> but luckily I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I've said my experience. This is the part where I put in Sharon's experience. So, do you want to give us like a specific experience? Oh, I <laughs> 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 <laughs>
opening when everybody was having their fiesta. You know when a senior ahead of you, like just one year, like one year. It's not when that so, deep, like relax. So I was, I was awake. I couldn't sleep myself and two other people. I don't, I don't feel comfortable calling their names. Yeah, of course. You can yeah. give them names like maybe Shola and Adi or something. Shola and Sinika. Mm -hmm. No, my name, yeah, okay. Adi. <laughs> so, no. That afternoon, one, one of our seniors, this, no. One of our seniors, um, Mitsura, MK for that. I was, I was asking them that, um, who you know you fear the most? Something like that. So they mentioned one of my classmates' name. And I really felt bad for her. So, nine, when we were reading, I called her. Me and the other people that were awake, we called her, we explained to her. I don't know if I'm saying the right thing, but that's what happened. Mm -hmm. At that point, and then she, like, she doesn't have to get angry, but people push her to the wall. Yeah. It's like flips back. So, I understood from her side. When I was, I was outside with her, and then a junior came to call me that. Senior Mr. Okay. Senior who? Mr. Like senior. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I told my son first. I said, hmm, if they should touch me today, I'm going to call my father. She was like, I should go, don't be to beat you or anything. By the time I got upstairs. By the time I got upstairs, the two girls that were with me. They were already beating them. Uh -uh. You know, I felt like the reason why every was because of the things like they were already bullying me right from GS to and this story happened in SS one and that's in your so I can yeah they bullying me from GS two already and then they already knew that I did not have any say. Yeah. In all of that. So they told me to remove my what's it called? My top. I was tricked. <sighs> and then all of a sudden hunger left and right. Oh my I think I remember this actually. I think I remember this. Hunger left and right. SS three students were in the room. No one said anything. SS two students were the one doing the Sinam Sura was the one doing the beating. Yes. <laughs> so, they were drawing. Yeah. They were drawing. Ah. As you heard from Sharon, that was only one of many experiences, but that was a notable one because it wasn't just one person. It was a group of people hitting her. And I saw that a lot in... um in the series that I watch in DP yeah there were a lot a lot of scenes where um, just one person was being bullied by uh, by multiple people at a time or multiple people were bullied by multiple people or multiple people were bullied by one person so it's 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 really sad the trauma that it causes and the funny thing is while um, Sharon expressed that and while Sharon narrated the story, she expressed that she that she protected her she protected her abusers at the time, which is quite sad. But I'll let you hear from her. So in this story, uh, as you're telling this story, you're also telling how you kind of protected them. And I understand you don't want it to like I understand victims' guilt. You don't want it to be a big deal. You don't want them to be expelled. But why? Why don't you want them to be, like? Why do you think you didn't want them to be expelled? Because if they had been expelled, they wouldn't be in the school bullying you anymore. 
you understand you yeah. would have gained like you would have gained so much you've gained nothing because okay let's be honest after that did they or did they not still believe exactly, <laughs> exactly. so what so why why do you keep is there do you think there's a reason why you keep um keep protecting your abusers basically yeah, at that point, I didn't think, I think at that point, I was like, um, if this is failed enough, then this is two and this is three. Hmm. What's the use? Take it. Their parents will just be very sad and all of that. But you're angry, Yes, I understand that. They were angry and, or, but then I felt like it happens in secondary school. Then all the things I did in secondary school, I felt like that was what was getting back at me. Do you want to say what point. those things are, if you're comfortable? Oh, I'm comfortable. I did a lot of things that were very shameful um, to my parents, even to myself, even to my classmates, um, like stealing, yes, bedwetting, and I was not a neat person at all. Like, mm-hmm. I was not neat. So if you know the opposite of that, it means very dirty. Yes. <laughs> that was what I was. I don't but know. I feel like. Time. Hmm. I get that, but like. Maybe it's because I really, really hate bullies. Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm sorry. But it's like. Um, I know we were young and also like we all thought how can she be doing this blah 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 we all thought it was our business but the truth is your own dirtiness is your business dig it your situations are your own business that your dirtiness was not affecting other people if we're being any honest like okay maybe pata pata your roommates and if they are not the ones complaining, if it's someone else that is complaining, then it's a problem. Then that is not then it's not going to bother you anymore. Do you get? As you heard, I explained that it wasn't about her. As you heard, Sharon expressed that she felt that she deserved what she was getting because she was dirty. And she was stealing and lying and all that. And as much as you may do wrong, I don't believe in violence. I don't believe that violence is what you deserve. And the funny thing is, about Sharon's story, I mean, the the funny thing is, all this that she was doing, it wasn't to anyone. It wasn't to any one of the people that were actually bullying her. The things that she stole... If I remember correctly, they weren't from the people that were actually implementing the punish or executing the punishment on her. Even though they were not in the place or in the position to execute those kinds of punishments. And just being a senior doesn't really, I don't believe it gives you the right to execute a punishment on another student or another person in your in your group or in your um place of work or whatever it's just like in the series like people that like um some some men that came into the military like because they because in korea the i think the military duty lasts for about two years so some men will come a year before and they are they like once you come in you meet those men they're already your seniors so um they kind of the entire um, military kind of gave powers to seniors or kind of encouraged seniors to treat their juniors violently which was quite unfortunate because um you having you being in a higher position in quotes you're not exactly in a higher position but you are giving a full higher position because at the end of the day these people are not even actual soldiers they are just citizens fulfilling their duties that will go home in like 2.5 seconds and in Charles' case these people are just seniors 
of a school you put all students at the end of the day at the end of the day in technical terms you are colleagues because you are in the same institution trying to fulfill the same goal that's to pass and to graduate out of the school right so you are colleagues and your colleagues are bullying you because they came a time earlier than you a year or two earlier than you i think that is particularly ridiculous that certain cultures like cultures in nigeria and in korea allow that kind of behavior and they not they not only allow it they encourage it it's like for example in nigeria you would hear stuff like why is your younger brother misbehaving why can't you beat your younger brother for disrespecting you why can't you beat your younger sister for being for being for throwing a tantrum things like that you are allowing you are encouraging violence in your speech in your in your belief which is unnecessary because you don't have to correct the behavior you don't have you don't need violence to correct the behavior so and <clears throat> i need to note this that a lot of people like sharon feel victims guilt that is feeling like you deserve to protect that your 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 abusers deserve to be protected for reasons you cannot you cannot fathom you cannot think of and i want to encourage victims survivors you do not have to protect anyone you do not have to protect anyone but yourself because you ha- because at the end of the day it is you you come first in your life basically so protecting someone that is mistreating you that is abusing you like i told Sharon you're not gaining anything you gain more when you make sure that person is punished like people in the military in the thing i watched they weren't reporting these people for mistreatment or for bullying or for physical violence or for battery they weren't they they weren't because they didn't want it to be a, a big deal nobody wants to be a snitch nobody wants to be a bitch blah blah blah, blah. but you keep getting bullied you keep getting abused you keep getting mistreated you keep getting injured you keep getting you keep getting orders to do things that you don't want to do that against your values your morals your your entire being because you find it uncomfortable to make a scene i think if you are someone that you do you do you do usually protect your abuser <laughs> i feel like if you do that if you do protect your abusers i feel like you need to have a rethink because you need to you're not putting yourself first which is very 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 important in your life that you need to put yourself first so moving along <clears throat> so while sharon and i were speaking we spoke about the papa troop that bullies seem to be on when they're bullying you <laughs> when they're bullying people so it seems like in again the stories that we've heard and the story in the stories from dp in the stories from in the story from sharon is in my story as well it seems like people that don't exactly have power they seem to think that they have this privilege of power because when you're in that kind of position that you are still a subordinate you feel like but you but you are in a higher rank or higher year or higher position than another person even though you're still a subordinate you feel like you have this privilege of power this feeling of power this trip of power so to speak so you would like to express that by stomping on people that you deem 
lower than you. So, um, I suppose so an opportunity to display to it's something that I noticed even in the even in the series that I was watching. So one of the bullies, I don't want to spoil it, but I have to. But one of the bullies in his own life, like outside the military, once he got once he finished his duties and he got back to being a citizen, he was living in Rome and Palo. It no, it's not Rome and Palo in Rome. The get best stand. The mattress is fairly is flat. Like <laughs> yet. He might as well be mad. He's living a horrible life. He doesn't have his boss was shouting at him any other. Look at you, idiot bastard. Can't you do anything right? That kind of thing. So like the reason I feel like the reason why he was bullying people while he was in the military was because that's the only place he had the privilege of power. Because power is actually a privilege if you think about it. Not everybody has power. But there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. And it's the it kind it might be the same thing about people in the hostel like not just your bully specifically i feel like everybody generally because look at them we're all children in the hostel right we obviously don't have power over our lives because parents yes. right because we have parents mm-hmm. we have guidance we have teachers but we will go to school go to class and we'll be sorted by our teachers of course we would need you, like, as a human being, naturally you look for a way to. So you would look for any display some kind of power, power, power trip or whatever. So like I feel like that's what was going on. Like it wasn't necessarily about you, to be honest. So like I, that's I'm just saying this because I don't feel like you deserved any of this. I want you to stop thinking that you deserved it because it really wasn't about you it was just about people trying to use a power <laughs> power that they didn't have misuse that power so they didn't even have the power in the first place but they still wanted to misuse it on you so yeah like I said in the clip that you just heard People try to use a power trip, a power privilege that they don't even have. They try to make up some kind of seniority or some kind of power for themselves so they can stomp on people that they, they, they deem weak and they deem beneath them. And it's... <clears throat> It's very sad that, like I said, our cultures, some of our cultures, ex- like, encourage them. In our discussion, uh, Sharon expressed that even some of our mates bullying her in some ways, like they would order her to fetch their water and just do some things for them. And I expressed to her, and she was quite confused because she wasn't sure whether to call it taking advantage, being taken advantage of, or being bullied. And I expressed that sometimes, in a lot of times, bullying and abuse doesn't start from just physical violence. It usually starts from abusive words. Like, it's, this, it's the way they used to talk to you. And I really think they, they took advantage of the fact that these seniors are bullying this one less. And it's something that happened in secondary school, not just to you. Because I remember I remember seeing it in even in boys' hostel, even for guys, for even my friends that were guys on the hostel too. It's like, if the senior can talk to you anyhow, I can do the same, even though I'm your classmates. They get it was it was a it was a bad trend in that hostel. So I I really think they they took too much advantage of that because even if they had good intentions, the way you speak to someone, especially if that person is your mate, especially if that person is on your level, you there's a there's a condescending way 
the way speaking to you. Like Sarah, what are you doing? Dear? That kind of thing. Like the, the things that you would say to a junior, that's the things that they were saying to you. You don't want to necessarily bullying. I think people bullying is just. I mean, I think people think bullying is just physical violence, and that's it. Or yeah, or no, just bad actions, and that's it. But no, it it starts from how you speak to someone. You can you can say something. You can say, Sharon, how are you? In a way that is so condescending that that person starts thinking of their that Sharon starts thinking of their lives. Do you get? Yes. So that was what I was sensing a lot. And I don't want you to say it's because they were they were not helping you. They were, they were helping themselves. They were having a good time. No, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. It's something that even I. I'm sure that even I just like spoke to you in that way once or twice. And I'm sorry about it, but like, once you see as a child here, is once you do monkey, <laughs> monkeys do monkey see, monkey see, monkey do, do yet. Yeah. So it's what's, when everybody is saying that, everybody's, especially me as a new student, everybody's disrespecting this babe. Oh yeah, it's the trend here. Yeah. Let me join in. <laughs> it's like you you don't even sometimes you don't even want to join, you just automatically and that's honestly that's what happened with me. Like and not even just the way I was talking to you, like me generally in that school. The person I became at some point I became such a rude person. <laughs> I was like, I'm from a good home. <laughs> My mom does me more <laughs> But like just because I was seeing that, if you remember Kelly, it's just do you remember how I used to talk to teachers, like some some specific teachers, like I like not mixed teacher. There was no reason why I talked to that much. And the one would just laugh at me like you're a fool, but if I should get the other of you, I would kill you. Let's just laugh like you get. But it's like, it's the way I saw everybody else talking to him. And I felt like, why can't I do Like, I didn't feel like it, but automatically I started talking to him that way. And I even became worse than, than people that started. <laughs> What's funny about this um, monkey see, monkey do behavior is that's how a lot of bullies are made. This is something I noticed in the series that I was watching in DP. So I saw that sometimes it's a monkey see, monkey do. And sometimes it's monkey is being forced to watch and do. Because sometimes in the in the series, there are scenes that uh, a, a senior, there's like, let's say there's a senior in third level. That would tell a senior in second level to go and bully his juniors that are in first level. Do you get? So it's monkey is saying monkey doesn't want to be a part of this, but monkey is being forced to because it's either monkey joins in or monkey is the victim. And when this, when in one of the scenes, one of the seniors didn't want to do it. He just did not have it in him to be a bully to order people to do weird things to punish them for no reason then he was punished in a very horrific way because he didn't want to do it and it's something I've seen in the hostel as well like if you don't want to if you're not going to punish your juniors you're allowing them yeah like People, your mates would literally tell you if you're not going to punish your juniors, you're allowing everybody to disrespect you, and that's how it's going to start. Blah blah blah. So you have to, you have to monkey see, monkey do. You get. So it's not really by choice. Sometimes it's just is it that it's like subconsciously you become like what your environment is because environment really does affect your your behavior sometimes. Oh, you're just doing it to save your life. <laughs> so, I, 
And that kind of bully is also a victim. If you're a bully that was forced to be a, a bully, you're also a victim. And going back to victims' guilt, there are a lot of people that feel like, um, no, uh, what this person is doing to me is for my own good. I'm being beaten for my own good. Like Sharon, she believed that she was being beaten because they were trying to help her. She was being beaten and insulted and mistreated because they were trying to help us stop her bedwetting um, act or her bedwetting behavior. And this was how I responded. But I feel like they could have helped you in others, like help you, wake you up to, like people slept late now, they could have woken you up to, because we were in the same room at one point now. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, Mm-hmm. And people would wake you up like in the middle of the night to go and pee if you need to, like, if they are awake. You get, they, there are different ways that they could have helped you, but they decided to use, you know, that, that same power trip. Power trip go on is a problem. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like I said, people, you don't need violence to be accosted with your help if the help in quotes is coming with a little bit of belittling and violence and bullying then it's not a, it's not help it's not helping you in any way because her bedwetting didn't stop with her being beaten she got help after she left the school after she graduated and she stopped bedwetting after she got help in healthier ways her bedwetting didn't stop because senior mistura was beating her or senior whatever woke up in the night and saw pee on the floor and beat her no that did not stop it it still happened the next day and i'm saying that someone that was her roommate at the time it still happened the next day so how how are you going to help someone when you keep hurting them so remember I told you that this power of privilege that people feel that they have sometimes is really is really just because they're in like a higher year and at the end of the day you will graduate at the end of the day your military term your term your duty is going to end it's going to come to an end and you will go back to real life so um now Sharon and I go go ahead and talk about the aftermath and like seeing <laughs> one of our <laughs> abusers outside uh, after secondary school i met some of our seniors one was even in my department <laughs> okay so like those those seniors that you met <laughs> compare how like when they first saw you in college how like how was their reaction was they was there a little a little the same time yeah, resentment or sympathy or just was there something lingering from secondary school? Like no, actually, um, like they really, they really changed. It was not like how they were in secondary school. I mean, I was more too close, but I can say that I was close to them. I even went to one of their houses. She yeah. sent me with. Pain, she cooked, I ate everything. Uh -huh. Well, she expresses that meeting them again wasn't so bad, and these people seem to have changed after high school. She also expresses how her first reaction was towards these people, this person, or one of these people when she saw them. Okay, so how did you feel when you saw them? Was there any resentment from you? Like, even though you didn't, you may not have showed it in your heart. Were you like this fucking bastard? <laughs> like that kind of thing yeah. in your heart? Yes, <laughs> my heart. I love an honest queen. I love that because I love that. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing? Then I go back to my hostel and I was like, ah. I see that God stop punishing this person. I think I want to punish 
Remember that senior that used to specifically try to bully me when I came? <laughs> One time she followed me on Instagram and I was just like, like at first I, I think at first I followed her just automatically. Like, oh, senior, can you follow? Then in my head, I'm just like, then, like I just returned, I was just like, is this, but is she a fool? How can she follow me? She's stupid. <laughs> Why she's not mad? Has <laughs> she forgotten? <laughs> And that's my problem, yeah. Bullies, people that that abuse you or bully you, they they tend to forget or they tend to expect you to forget. You also speak about how they expect you to also forget, or I mean, how they forget. They expect you to also forget after a while. They feel like, like, um, like okay, it's already. It's already the end of school. You're already out of school, or you're already out of your military duty, or you're already you're already gone from this place. So there's no need for any lingering feelings. But they don't understand that there's an impact. There's an impact that that bullying leaves on people, and there's something that it does to people. So we talk about that a little bit. I don't know why they're expecting that. Like, you did such a thing to me. You're expecting me to forgive. I can forgive you for what you did. Mm-hmm. It's never. It will still be, we can be friends. In fact, we can be close friends. But even me, once in a while, I'll tell you, do you remember when you did this thing to me a second? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but it's not something I can ever forget. Those memories are still there. Like, like Sharon said, when she saw the senior, she felt resentment. The first thing that you see when you first see your abuser outside the environment that they abused you in, even if it's years later, the impact leaves so much memories. Like you may not even you may not even necessarily remember a lot of stuff. Like if he, a lot of stuff, I mean, like if you are like me, I forget stuff easily, so easily. But because, like, some, like, honestly, I don't remember things that happened to me in SS1. But because of how, how notable and how traumatic that experience of that senior that bullied me, that stepped on my head, how notable that was and how much it's, it changed who I was, honestly. I think... Honestly, a part of me died that way. I'm that day. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. I feel like a part of me died. You don't know how many parts of people you kill in every encounter you have with them. So you don't really have the right to expect people are forgiving you and forgotten your past behaviors because it's been years. We've already left that place, and it's something that. Literally, in a scene in the, in the series, one person, one of the bullies, after he left and he came back to the real world, not real world, after he left and he came back to being a citizen and he met one of his victims outside, he was like, oh, why are you still angry? I already left. It's not like I'm bullying you anymore. You don't have the right to say that. You don't have the right to ask me why I'm still upset. This is the thing. Like, it's like being cheated on. And, or it's like cheating on someone. And you expect the person, like, maybe two years later to have forgiven you and, like, forgotten that you cheated on them. That's not going to happen. No. At the end, at the end of the day, you're always going to be that person's ex that cheated. And even if they take you back, there's going to be a part of their minds that will tell them, that will not be surprised if you cheat again. Because in their minds, they're in their heart of hearts, they're like, if this person has done this before, why can't they do it again? Like, of course, they, they're going to do it again. Even if they want to believe you, even if they want to believe that you've changed, you've become a new person. Like Sharon stated, she would remember... She would random. She would remember memories, and she would she would say them. Like, oh, remember, remember when you did this to me? Remember when you beat me for this? Lol, <laughs> that kind of thing. 
but even though we we like victims may bring it up like jokingly or people that you offended may bring it up jokingly it's actually something that still haunts them still that they still deal with even years later while we are on the topic of be- of the aftermath of bullying uh i would like to say that so the time that i remember that i and uh, the bullying stopped with my with my lb senior lb <laughs> um i had to because um i remember i don't even remember why she wanted to beat me but this was the first time that she was gonna hit me hit me like beat me and i don't even know where the the whole energy came from but like that was the day i changed it for like you're going to beat who sorry <laughs> that will happen <laughs> then like from then on after i changed it for her because it was a whole situation after i changed it for her she stopped bullying me we didn't become close friends or anything till now i've still not i've still not followed her back on twitter i'm sorry on instagram and if you listen to this i hope you don't expect me to follow you back anytime soon maybe in the next 20 years who knows but anyway um <laughs> so um yeah um what was i was saying so yeah the aftermath yeah so because like when i saw that being aggressive back got me my respect back because being aggressive back also to her also showed other seniors that okay this one is not you can't just disrespect that anyhow like you have to be a fucking bad bitch bad bitch to bully her and those ones did not even have my time (laughs) so like other seniors were not picking on me when they saw that i wasn't weak anymore and because because of how how I see, how I, I perceived that other seniors, or how I saw that other other seniors were perceiving me, I began to display more aggressive attitude towards other people, not just my more not just my potential abusers now, to even people like my friends, people like my classmates, people like my teachers, like I said earlier in that clip. And even up to my mom, which is a funny story, so hear this. Unfortunately for me, I forgot that my my mom is not my senior. She will give me a death slap and there's nobody I can't forget. So, I took that attitude home, that bad, bad behavior home. And I used to talk to my mom and she she was waiting for a perfect moment. She gave me a I don't know what I said. I'm sure it wasn't with that bad, but it was just the way I spoke to her. And she was, I'm like, she was so mad. She was like, "This is not how I sent you to that school. Why have you become this way?" Da, da, da. And it's like, "You're right. I, I was good. I was good before I entered that school. Before I entered that school, I was so sweet and nice. Like, you remember when I entered the school? I used to be so sweet." Yeah. I was, I, and I used to talk like this, like, hi guys. Um, if I was to answer a question in class, um, I don't know the answer, but I think it's like, it's but now I talk like this because <laughs> 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 I actually get see if anybody was to look, I am who I am today because of that school. I, I, I don't know what. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I can totally blame the bullying on who I am right now. Uh, on one hand, even though it's made me more aggressive for a time, and it's because you know, I told you, I said in the beginning that I was suppressing, repressing a lot of emotions because I, I could, I saw aggression as as a way to escape i was expressing myself entirely by aggression by anger by by almost violence actually (laughs) but even though that happened even though that's like 
the bullying led to me being an aggressive person it's also made me a more outspoken person it kind of made me the outspoken person that i am today <laughs> so like senior lb fuck you but thank you no actually no fuck you no no thank you for you <laughs> but yeah um to anyone that is being bullied i just want to say you don't like i said this earlier and i feel like i still need to say this because a lot of people feel like they deserve what they're getting but you don't deserve the the mistreatment that you're getting you don't deserve the the pain that you're feeling for no reason there's no reason why you would deserve that no matter how much of a thief you are no matter how much of a liar you are no matter how much of whatever you are you don't deserve violence you don't deserve that much pain and i hope you find the strength to stop protecting your your bullies your abusers and you find the strength to snitch on them yes report them to authorities to teachers to school authorities to um to state authorities to police like i hope you find a way to make sure they get what they deserve i didn't find a way to i i did not i wasn't able to find a way to report my own senior because it's like i already fought back so it kind of so it I know they wouldn't have taken my case seriously since I became a stronger person in quotes. And by the way, just because you are meek doesn't make you weak. Oh my god, that actually rhymed. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, yes, and I did not even plan that. <laughs> now being meek doesn't make, make you weak, actually. If you are a quiet, kind, sweet person, that is just your personality. And that's something I said to Sharon as well. I feel like that was just your personality. And you know how being young, you're just, you're just like, you don't want to offend people. You don't want to... You are careful as well. And I feel like that's how a lot of victims are. They are very careful of other people's feelings more than their own. And I think that's the problem. So you can be as quiet as you want to be. You can decide to not talk to anybody or not take or not listen to or just be on your own, right? That's fine. But when someone tries, tries to... When someone starts to become the villain in your, in your story, then you need to speak up. Because not because... And it's like not speaking up doesn't mean you're stupid. Actually, it just means you're not speaking up. That's it. Because victims, you know how victims react in different ways. Some like, like for rape or sexual assaults, they say victims react. There's the four, the three Fs. There's um, sorry, there's the is it three whatever it is. There are three reactions. There's flights. There's fear, and there's fights some yeah the three f's some some people fight some people fight back some people cower in fear and that's okay i think that's that was your reaction for years that's why like even though i was starting to get bullied because i was quiet as well when i came to school my reaction was the fights which is my problem in life now i fight too much <laughs> you get <laughs> <laughs> I was fight so much now, but like biggest like, fight. Yeah. And there are some people that fight that they will leave the school. They would they'll be like they will tell their parents, I cannot do this anymore. Is it that is it that I leave or I die, choose one biggest. That kind of thing. Well, so, I, I I honestly understand. Immediately I came, I felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Immediately like, I came, I felt like that. Like, I wanted to leave ASAP. And yeah, we are, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to thank Sharon for um, 
telling her story and being so open and honest and honestly kind enough to tell me and to honor my podcast with her story because I know how sensitive it is and how much strength and courage she probably had to had to use to speak but she was so calm and so open about it and she was just honestly wonderful and i want to thank everybody for listening i want to thank everybody that shares this on my behalf thank you (laughs) i hope you you guys enjoyed this episode and you guys uh, learned one or two from this (laughs) and yeah that's it Have a good day, guys. Bye.